In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, you knit together your faithful people of all times and places into one holy communion, the mystical body of your Son, Jesus Christ. Grant us so to follow your blessed saints in all virtuous and godly living, that together with them we may come to the unspeakable joys you have prepared for those who love you. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The first reading for the Feast of All Saints is from the book of the Revelation of St. John, the seventh chapter. Then I saw another angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God. And he cried with a loud voice to the four angels to whom it was granted to harm the earth and the sea, saying, Do not harm the earth, the sea, or the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God on the foreheads. And I heard the number of those who were sealed, one hundred and forty-four thousand of all the tribes of the children of Israel were sealed. Of the tribe of Judah, twelve thousand were sealed. Of the tribe of Reuben, twelve thousand were sealed. Of the tribe of Gad, twelve thousand were sealed. Of the tribe of Asher, twelve thousand were sealed. Of the tribe of Naphtali, twelve thousand were sealed. Of the tribe of Manasseh, 12,000 were sealed. Of the tribe of Simeon, 12,000 were sealed. Of the tribe of Levi, 12,000 were sealed. Of the tribe of Issachar, 12,000 were sealed. Of the tribe of Zebulun, 12,000 were sealed. Of the tribe of Joseph, 12,000 were sealed. Of the tribe of Benjamin, 12,000 were sealed. After these things I looked, and behold, a great multitude which no one could number, of all nations, tribes, peoples, and tongues, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes, with palm branches in their hands, and crying out with a loud voice, saying, Salvation belongs to our God, who sits on the throne, and to the Lamb. All the angels stood around the throne, and the elders, and the four living creatures, and fell on their faces before the throne and worshipped God, saying, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom, thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Then one of the elders answered, saying to me, Who are these arrayed in white robes, and where did they come from? And I said to him, Sir, you know. So he said to me, These are the ones who come out of the great tribulation and washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore they are before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple. And he who sits on the throne will dwell among them. They shall neither hunger any more nor thirst any more, for the sun shall not strike them nor any heat. For the Lamb who is in the midst of the throne will shepherd them 
and lead them to living fountains of waters, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. This is the word of the Lord. These are the ones coming out of the great tribulation. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Blessed are those whose strength is in you, in whose heart are the highways to Zion. The epistle is from the first letter of St. John, the third chapter. Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us, that we should be called children of God. Therefore the world does not know us, because it did not know him. Beloved, now we are children of God, and it has not yet been revealed what we shall be, but we know that when he is revealed, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself, just as he is pure. This is the word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the fifth chapter. And seeing the multitudes, he went up on a mountain, and when he was seated, his disciples came to him. Then he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when they revile and persecute you and say all kinds of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven, for so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. This is the gospel of the Lord. We confess our faith with the words of the Nicene Creed. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary and was made man and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried. And the third day he rose again according to the scriptures and ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of the Father And he will come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead, whose kingdom will have no end. 
And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spake by the prophets. And I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Rise again, ye lion-hearted, saints of early Christendom. Whither is your strength departed? Whither gone your martyrdom? Lo, love's light is on them, glory's flame upon them. And their will to die doth quell in the Lord and Prince of Hell. These the men by fear unshaken, facing danger dauntlessly. These no witching lust hath taken, lust that lures to vanity. Mid the roar and rattle of tumultuous battle, in desire they soar above, all that earth would have them love. Great of heart they know no turning, honour gold they laugh to scorn, Quench desires within them burning, by no earthly passion torn. Mid the lion's roaring, songs of praise outpouring, joyously they take their stand on the arena's bloody sand. Would to God that I might even, as the martyred saints of old, with the helping hand of heaven, steadfast stand in battle bold. O my God, I pray thee, in the combat stay me, Grant that I may ever be loyal, staunch, and true to Thee. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. 
Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. This is the word of the Lord. Blessed are the dead who die in the Lord. They have it good. We feebly struggle, but they in glory shine. They have it. They get it. Finally, they are not blessed because they have tasted death. The poor in spirit are not blessed because they are poor in spirit. You who mourn are not blessed because you mourn. The meek are not blessed because they are meek. The merciful are not blessed because they are merciful. Understand this. Because if you do not, you are, in fact, a Pharisee. Here is how and why that is. If to be poor in spirit is to be blessed, then I should work to make myself poor in spirit. If to be merciful is to be blessed, then I should work to make myself merciful. If those who mourn are blessed, then I should ensure that everyone I love and care about is killed off so that I can mourn and thus make myself blessed by my mourning. This is not a doctrine of God. This is not a spiritual reality. This is not love. This is not what it is to be blessed. Thus, this is not life. The humble man cannot know that he is humble, else he will glory in his humility and become proud. Likewise, those who are truly blessed cannot know that they are blessed, else they cease to be, or else they become self-righteous, twisting the gospel that is the Beatitudes into pharisaical purity laws. Ironically, the old Lutheran interpretation of the Beatitudes, which is neither old nor Lutheran, in fact, proclaims that Jesus' words here on the Mount are just that, purity laws and regulations every Christian must follow if he wishes to be blessed. That is not Lutheran. Frankly, that is not even Christian. What comfort is there when a church of the gospel and a church of justification by faith through grace turns around and then tells you that if you wish to be blessed, you must do these things? Truly, what little gospel there is to be had if Jesus' words are the command of your ringmaster from heaven. But they are not commands. For this is what Jesus truly says. The poor in spirit have the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, they are blessed. Those who mourn are comforted. Therefore, they are blessed. The meek have inherited the earth. And therefore, they are blessed. 
those hungering and thirsting for righteousness have been filled at long last. Therefore, they are blessed. The merciful have obtained mercy themselves. Therefore, they are blessed. The pure in heart see God with eyes unveiled and unclouded. Therefore, they are blessed. The peacemakers are now called sons of God. Therefore, they are blessed. The question is not what you must do to become blessed. The question is, what has God done to you that you are now considered blessed? It all starts with love. The evangelist John writes, Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us, that we should be called children of God. Everyone who has this hope in him purifies himself just as he is pure. God makes you blessed in his Son Jesus, whom he has sent to you because he loves you so much that he wants you to be his children, embraced forever in his arms so strong to save. It is only the meek, the humble, the mourners, those brought low, those who have lost everything, who see his love and who want it, not only who want it, but who need it. This love is what motivates him to die for you. This love is the source of that crimson river of blood wherein the elect wash their robes and make them white. This love is the source of that great cry of the saints on high. Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. The saints of old are not saints because they did well in life on earth. They are not saints because they are made blessed by their works. They are saints because they received that precious love of God in the person of his Son, and they did not spurn it. They did not object to the washing he sought to perform upon them. They saw his love for them, they received it, and they loved him back. They became one with him, and for that they are blessed. For that they are saints. Not every saint must be magnificent. Magnificence simply goes above and beyond that singular, singular, simple requirement of a saint, which is this, to love Jesus. Not every saint must be John the baptizer beheaded, Barnabas flayed, Polycarp burned and run through, Ignatius devoured by beasts, Sebastian shot through with arrows, Lawrence cooked on an iron griddle, the twelve Libyans executed in the sand, 
or the hundreds of faithful, nameless Nigerians riddled with bullets. Some saints, those we bring to memory this day, are simply the Jims, the Genies, and the Rams, who fought not against militant pagans and heretics, but against sin, who lived not with magnificent works, but in the simplicity of faith, who died not in great violence and pomp, but in restful slumber at journey's end. They are all saints, along even with the living, for all the faithful, all the elect of God, are loved by Jesus and love him. And that makes them blessed, not for their sakes, but for the sake of their Lord. Blessed are the dead who die in the Lord, for they are finally free of toils and yokes, of hardships and lament. They have received their deepest yearning in this life, rest. They have it good. They rest in peaceful slumber, while we must yet trudge on, lonely and hollow. But hopefully, for the coming of our own blessed rest, and even more hopeful for the time when eyes shall grasp with sight that glory only held by faith for so long. Soon, soon, to faithful warriors comes their rest. My children, this life is nothing more than palliative care, a hospice of 70 years or perhaps 80 by reason of strength. Yet the boast of these years is but labor and toil under the son of Satan. Those who love the Lord die with him and rise with him. Those who love the Lord do not die though they die. Instead, they merely sleep. This life is nothing more than the long evening before bedtime. The children know that even as they play, even as they eat their supper, even as they take their bath, that bedtime must come eventually. Secretly, even though they protest, they desire that bed, that warm kiss on the forehead, and that deep, peaceful rest from the busy of the day. Soon enough, the one daddy has left in charge of you must tuck you into bed, and you must fall asleep. But when you wake up, daddy will be home, and you can eat and play, and you can snuggle with him and with all your brothers and sisters, all you like. Shed a tear from grief, dear children but also sing a song of joy for the love of Jesus that, who, that has made the dead who die in him blessed and which has sanctified the living. You are the dead and the living together, the faithful servants marked for salvation upon your forehead with the sign of the cross and the holy name of Jesus. 
You do not now see your departed brethren, but they are still with you here. They are with you where you are, with Jesus. Awake or in slumber, you are with him and he with you. You love him and he loves you. He makes promises to you and you hold fast to these promises in faith, conquering all even death itself, by his victory, by his great love. The blessed evangelist writes, Beloved, now we are children of God, and it has not yet been revealed what we shall be, but we know that when he is revealed, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. What are the blessed departed like, even in their slumber? What are you like, even as you are awake in life? What are the patriarchs and prophets and former captives like now? All are the same. They are all together, like Jesus. What he is, he makes you all to be by pulling you to himself and into himself. You living and yours who slumber are made to be what Jesus is. And what that is, is blessed. Amen. Here from the Revelation to St. John. Then I heard a voice from heaven saying to me, Write, Blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. Yes, says the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors and their works follow them. Let us remember with thanksgiving those who have gone before us, marked with the sign of faith. For they were created by God to enjoy him and to offer him praise and thanksgiving forever. He gave them new life through his Son in holy baptism and nourished them in the company of his saints in his most holy Eucharist. In his great mercy, he has taken them into the slumber of death in order that, safeguarded in Christ, they may rest secure until the day of resurrection when they will rise to joyful service at the marriage feast of the Lamb in his kingdom forever. In joyful expectation of the resurrection to life eternal, we remember before you, O Lord, all our departed kin and friends, especially Aidan Grace Westcott, Carol Jean Olenzalen, James Vernon Olenzalen, Ronald Ray Ream, whom you have called to heavenly rest that the memory of these saints of God who lived and worked among us, who served as our companions in the pilgrimage of the way, and who have found their rest in Christ may be blessed, and that the Lord of all life would grant eternal rest unto them until the day of the resurrection of the body, let us pray to the Lord. In thanksgiving for the martyrs of the faith, for all the faithful witnesses to Christ, of whom the world was not worthy, 
and for all who have resisted falsehood and evil, even unto suffering and death. Let us pray to the Lord. For the Holy Church of God, elect and glorious, for the eternal gospel of Christ that transcends death, for the life-giving word and sacraments, and for the faithfulness of all pastors and bishops in preparing the saints of God for a good and noble death, let us pray to the Lord. For all that is good, true, noble, just, pure, right, virtuous, and lovely to dwell among and within us. For the fruits of good faith in works of love, for tithes, alms, and charity, and for confidence that on the last day we will not be found wanting, let us pray to the Lord. For all who seek to bless the world by their service and lighten the dark places of the earth, for the preservation of all noble occupations and services and the encouragement of those who hold them, for blessing upon those who serve with bravery and truth in the lesser callings of life, and for the hope of Christ's return to permeate every act, station, and institution of this life. Let us pray to the Lord. For good government, just laws, and the preservation of human life, for all in positions of authority, for peace and civility, for honorable and upright citizens, for an end to violence, unrest, and delinquency, and for the calm of Christ's presence amidst every tumultuous age, let us pray to the Lord. For the sanctity of the home, for all fathers and mothers, for all women with child, for the infertile and the barren, for all children, and for the protection and right upbringing of the youth, let us pray to the Lord. For all in hardship throughout the world, for the people of this land, of this community, and of this congregation, for all who rejoice, for all who suffer illness, want, distress, or need, especially Sherry, Pam, Doug, Shirley, Nancy, Janice, Judy, David, Larry, Jenna, and Terry. For those near death, especially Linda, and for all who mourn, especially Debbie and Caroline, let us pray to the Lord. O Lord, may this holy feast be to us both life and reunion with those departed saints. Grant that the body and blood of our dear Lord Jesus Christ would unite us in true faith to him, transform our barren hearts, and prepare us for our own slumber in the grave. Open our eyes to see and to embrace the great mystery of your Holy Eucharist. Finally, grant us comfort as we mourn our loved ones in the knowledge that drawing near to Christ in this feast is drawing near to those who now reside with him. Through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, 
who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen.